You are listening to Hydro Talks, a podcast from the global aluminium producer Hydro, setting out to explore the modern dilemmas for industry and society. Welcome to Hydro Talks. This is Craig Johnson from Hydro, and I am your host today as we talk with UK-based Arxon about sustainability and aluminium in marine applications. Jim Mayer is Technical Director with Arxon, a unique company designing and building marine exploration vessels. Uh, Jim's background is in design and production of commercial vessels built to operate in harsh environments. And he is currently overseeing construction of the Arxon 85, an aluminium ship capable of roaming the world. Welcome, Jim. Thank you. Also with us is Hildik Halavik, Head of Brand and Marketing in Hydro who has been engaged in the collaboration between Hydro and Arxon to discover how aluminium can help the maritime industry be more sustainable, which is also a goal of Arxon. Welcome to you, Hilda. Jim, tell us about the Arxon 85 ship. What's special about it and how will it be used when it's launched? The, the Arxon 85, or first of all, the Arxon range was developed to, uh, to, to, to answer a need for more yachts in the world taking part in ocean uh, conservation uh, programs. There are a lot of yachts in the world. Um, a lot of them spend a lot of time in the marinas doing nothing. Um, and uh, Arxon weren't able to find a, a sort of a suitable fleet of, of vessels. So that, and that's at the point at which we started developing our own. Um, what's special about the Arxon boats in, in this regard um, is that they're designed to be sort of robust and reliable long range cruising yachts. Um, and where where other more traditional, typical motor yachts um, uh, might might be designed for kind of a, a, a smaller purpose of whether it be coastal cruising, hopping between marinas or, or anchorages in the Mediterranean and the Caribbean. And, um, you know, our boats are, are literally designed to be able to go anywhere, however remote uh, and you know, ha- have that level of, of autonomy that you need in, in which to, to, to confidently do that. The Arxon 85, at the, sort of, at the size we're at, um, we're able to retain a lot of the, the comforts that would be um, expected of a, of a yacht of that size. So it's still a, a very attractive proposition for yacht owners, but more importantly for yacht owners who, who have an ambition of, 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 of I guess, doing, doing their bit for the environment by investing in a product that um, takes a more circular approach than, uh, than, than other similar products out there and that they, they know is going to be able to, to look after them, you know, the mm-hmm. materials that it's made out of, the way they can operate it. Um, yeah, so that's, that's they're, they're some of the main points with the 85. What were the advantages of, uh, of aluminium when, when you were uh, thinking about designing and building this vessel? So aluminium, um, one, of, one of its best properties is if, if, if it's looked after, if it's built properly and, it, and it's, um, it, you know, and, it, and it's looked after by its owners over the years, um, It'll carry on. Look, it'll just carry on looking after the owners. It'll look and looks after itself. You know, it's it doesn't need the same level of of coatings and maintenance that, that other materials do. Um, and you know, if if the boat's been well maintained and you know it's been kept out of trouble, then then it, it'll just keep going and going. And you know, particularly our boats, they're they're not intended to be painted, for instance. So um, you know, the, the 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 coating of the aluminium um, is fairly maintenance free, um, and you you don't get the same kind of corrosion issues that you'd get with a steel boat. Um, you don't get the same issues that you would have long term with a GRP boat 
um, that that eventually makes it uneconomical to keep it going. Um, you know that that aluminium hull will keep going on and on, and then it's up to us to make sure that everything we put inside that um, follows that ethos as as closely as possible um, to to sort of uh, to, to 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 keep it going. Yeah, let me just jump over to Hilda because one of the things we wanted to talk about is how the collaboration between Hydro and Arxen got started. Um, Hilda, do you know the history of that? Yes, indeed. And I think, you know, it goes back to, you know, uh, what is just being said from from Jim here now in terms of aluminium as a as a as a, as a suitable material for for offshore and uh, maritime application. And I think it's worthwhile to 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 look a little bit what has happened the last few years, even perhaps longer as well, but is that there is an increasing interest from manufacturers uh, in uh, in the in the shipping industry uh, that has now set quite ambitious sustainability targets, um, and you know Arxen is definitely a front runner here uh, uh, that I would say is, is is leading the way, and and this is this is why uh, we are interested in in working together with those kind of companies, and and um, and basically, of course, the reason why um, uh, manufacturers like uh, like Arxen um, are interested in collaborating with material suppliers is because that materials uh, can be, uh, in many cases, uh, a large part of the of the actual CO2 footprint of a of a final product. For aluminium, is actually quite amazing. It's, it's it's one of the material that it matters actually a big deal how and where aluminium is produced. That's the point here is that as material providers, we have the opportunity and we, we should, you know, um, feel the obligation of constantly working to reduce uh, the CO2 emissions um, produced uh, uh, when producing uh, materials so that we can again offer uh, materials that are better for the environment. So. Uh, Companies like Arxen can then offer products that has a real uh, uh, green sustainability footprint also in the production of the boat, not only in the use of the boat. I think this was why Arxen approached us uh, and this is why Hydro uh, welcomed the invitation to collaborate because we see that this is, this is a very important um, way from a technical point of view is to collaborate to see you know how can we further improve what what are the constraints and the challenges for for manufacturers but also of course and this is why I'm talking here today from a communication point of view it gives us the opportunity to talk about exactly this it matters what type of materials you choose for 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 your products yeah, yeah, Jim. I wanted to ask you about that. How the um, process has gone? You're in the middle of the build now. How is the build going? In terms of the build, yeah, going really well. We've um, the, the whole construction is, is about ninety percent complete now. In terms of the, the aluminium work on the hull, um, the boat was uh, was turned over um, a, a few weeks ago. We, the boat is is built upside down, with, um, which makes the the welding processes um, easier. Um, 
seeing that turned over was a great milestone for us you know we've been working on this for a long time and and um so i, I was there with with some colleagues and um yeah that was that was fantastic and very very well done by the shipyard for such a big task um and it's great now to be able to walk walk through the boat you know we, we can now climb on board it walk over, walk along the deck um see down into the boat walk through the boat you start getting a feel for the interiors you get a, a, a better look at the overall structure of the boat and that's gonna be great for us for showing um you know for, for showing customers um as well um and we are just in the process of uh well we're just 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 waiting on delivery of our superstructure materials so um within the next couple of weeks we'll be starting to build the superstructure for the boat um which is in, entirely built out of out of Njordal, um from hydro um so that's that's gonna be really exciting then just as, as the boat takes takes shape when can we expect uh, the launch then Launch. We're looking at early 2022. So okay. February at the moment is 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 the um, is the date we're looking at um, uh, for the launch. So that's going to be great. So the boat will be launched, and then we'll we, we'll with this being the, the first boat in the series, there'll be quite a comprehensive trials and commissioning schedule. Then you know we want to obviously as we would with any boat um, is run up run everything, um, make sure that all the systems have been commissioned and. And then we're, we're going to take the boat out and, and and put it through some conditions that you know that, that we would expect any owner to be comfortable using the boat in just to um to make sure that, that everything is working as expected so yeah so we're looking at sort of hand handover in uh, in may june of course there was market market research when arkson was was sort of conceived um very very quickly it was decided that we'd be building from aluminium uh, you know, there, there are all sorts of benefits to that uh, for arcs and you know the particularly lower the sort of you don't have the same upfront cost that you have in in designing and tooling a um, a composite boat um and and it yeah it's also it allows for that sort of greater degree of flexibility to work with work with clients um as the boat is built that you just don't you don't get or comes with with massive cost in building and composite so we've had quite a close following since um since day one of people interested in in arcs and in our boats and what's great now is that we can show them this boat and build we've uh, you know we're, we're talking to very serious clients for for follow-on boats and we're working on our range of um of smaller boats as well also you know which, which is also uh, gathering momentum and interest i'm very curious i have a question uh uh to you jim because you know we see from from our point of view, that our customers like yourself are starting to ask about, you know, what are the sustainability criteria? You know, can you give us uh, environmental product declarations of this material? Where is it sourced from? CO2 footprint. But how about your customers? Do you, what kind of questions do you get in regards to sustainability of your materials? That's a good question. Um, actually, it. It does come up. You, you, it comes up quite often. You know, you, you, you might not expect it to. Um, when someone is sp spending that much money in investing in a, um, in a, in a boat of that size, you know, you'd think that that, uh, that, that kind of traditional mentality um, would, would carry through. But we get a lot of people asking, asking us about, you know, to, to provide more information on on the, on the things that we're talking about in terms of the sustainable approach to the boat um you know what are the what are the, the kind of the through life benefits of using aluminium um and which is which is really interesting and uh, to, to be able to have that dialogue with people 
um, that I think probably isn't high up on the list of um, things being discussed by people buying fiberglass motorboats. Um, so, so that's that's great for us, and that you know obviously then falls hand in hand into a whole discussion about um, electrification. You know the hybrid system that we're putting on the first boat that we're building that we're, that we're offering um, to customers, um, and you know and and our kind of um, our drive for fuel efficiency in the boats that we're building as well. So it's it, it sparks a really interesting conversation. Yeah, and I I think this is exactly my feel as well that that people both perhaps uh, private and also business to business consumers are starting to get interested in this this story behind you know what's inside. So it's interesting to see that your buyers are asking. Yeah, yeah, and and you know and, and on the the other points you make as well about the kind of the the the, um, the ethics of. Um, of what we're doing in the supply chain you know we we are we're we're auditing um suppliers ourselves you know we we, we have expectations as arcsin as to how our suppliers run their businesses um in terms of how they look after their people where they're getting their their materials from you know what processes are they using and, and that's again is all part of this this drive to continuously Im improve um uh, you know what 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 we're doing and 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 what effect um the production of arcs and, and, and use of arcs and boats is, is having on the, the the planet and the people. So um, yeah, yeah, that's it's it's all, all really interesting stuff. Is it? Is, are there any challenges for sourcing of uh, of greener materials from you guys? I mean, um, could you yeah. say anything about that? Some some suppliers make it really easy for us. You know, we, we there are many there are there's a growing number of suppliers across the spectrum. You know, you think about all the all the parts that are going into building a boat. Um, and there are that it seems every year there are more and more people offering, you know, a a sustainable or a more you know, a more sustainable version of um of, of a product or or kind of a um, a new idea of solving a problem that that's existed <laughs> a long time that's done with using more sustainable um, materials, um, you know, decking materials. You know, so many boats in the world covered with teak decks. You know, which is you know. Um, an extremely rare <laughs> tropical hardwood and, and there are there are now many many alternatives there which we which we're going to be using and um uh, you know coatings and just materials throughout the interior using recycled plastics in 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 fabrics you know we've got cushions woven from you know recycled ocean plastics you know we've and, and this sort of thing and, and um oh yeah the the the, the, the list goes on and on so the more companies like like Arxen and you know and, and and the 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 many others there are out there who are who are looking for this and who are asking this of their suppliers, the, the, the more pressure there is and and the more solutions will be brought to the market. So, you know, it's um if everyone's if everyone's just making that effort to to improve kind of um boat on boat in our in our case, then um it, that's the way to make a, a you know a, a difference. Jim, is there anything else you'd like to add that we haven't covered that you think it's you'd like to um, to address? So I think really it's it, 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 it's just to say you know we how pleased we are the way things are going. You know we um, using from from Hedro's perspective and our and our arrangement you know and our our kind of partnership with 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 Hedro, um, it, it's worked so well. Been, you know you guys have been a pleasure to deal with. Well, um, thanks for joining us. I really appreciate you taking the opportunity. No worries. And good luck with the launch. Thanks very much. We've been talking with Jim Mayer, Technical Director with Arxen, and Hilda Kalavik of Hydro. Thanks for joining Hydro Talks.
Thank you for listening to Hydro Talks. Make sure to subscribe. If you have any feedback or comments, get in touch at podcast at hydro.com.